cringy intro for you this week? Well, probably because I think all my intros are cringy. Guys, I let me just I know this episode's already long, but listen, you're here to listen to me, you're here to listen to the episode, so just buckle up buttercups first off we had the most amazing weekend this weekend um surprising jack for her 40th birthday and i come back from these weekends hanging out with these women and i just feel like refreshed and my fire is relit and i'm ready to level up like they are just the most incredible people ever and they they just like my soul gets like i just i don't even know how to describe it But I will tell you that it is 10 o'clock at night and I'm very tired because there was so much hanging out and so much lifting and very little sleeping. So this intro is not going to be as peppy as it usually is. But let me just tell you, I literally had like the most amazing time. Um, if you're new here, hey, hi there, how do you do, and welcome to Deadlifts and Daddy Issues. That rhymed, and it was really cringy, but that is how my intros around here go. So again, buckle up, because I know you're going to keep listening, and they're probably just going to get worse. I... This this episode is kind of following what we went and talked about last week. Also, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for all the wonderful things that you said to me. I could not sleep the night that that episode published because I was just so like scared and nervous and like anxious. Like it's it's weird to I'm not really a like person who opens up very easily anyways. And so the fact that I opened up about my depression for literally thousands of people to listen to was terrifying. But you guys are incredible and supportive and you said so many nice things and it just makes me realize that I'm doing the right thing. Like this podcast and the stuff that I talk about is important, but we still have a good time around here. However, this episode we're gonna keep going on like your purpose and coming out of these depressions and things to do that can help you and things the way to change your mindset to for future like all it's just it's a it's a great it's gonna be great I'm so tired I'm normally so much better at this but you're just gonna have to cut me some slack and forgive me because I'm also dropping two episodes at once we're doing a double drop because Liz goes on to talk about Goddesses of Steel and it talks about um, the charity fundraiser that she's doing, charity fundraiser, the charity meet that she's doing that is raising money to help support women who have been um, in sexual abuse situations and relationships and I felt that that in particular conversation, that part of the conversation needed its own episode because it's so important and there's so much information there and I didn't want it to get lost being at the end of an already long episode. So I'm never probably going to ever do a double drop again. If I get two episodes, I space them out a week apart so that I have more time to catch up on making other episodes. But like I said, this one is important and it's near and dear to my heart. So brace yourself. You're getting a double drop. You're welcome. I'm giving you so much content in such little time. You're welcome. I'm just kidding, kind of. Not really. All right, guys. Here we are. We're just going to dive right into this as always. Here is Liz and talking about your secrets keeping you sick. Oh, thank you, Craig. He records everything because Discord won't let you do it on its own. Okay. So I'm eating a waffle right now because I thought I had time. Craig's kind of like a dad. 
A dad? A dad. Oh, <laughs> no. He's just a cute little bear. Okay. He's nice. We like and him. And he can Craig. stay here. All right. He's the only man allowed on this channel. <laughs> I don't know that he's even really technically a man because he's a bear, but it's fine. <laughs> he's uh, not gender specific. No. Um, how are you? Me? Yeah. I don't even know. Me either. I don't know either. <laughs> I um, quit trying to know. Like... <laughs> Three months ago. <laughs> I started being dead inside about three weeks ago. Yeah. How yeah. how are you, Liz? How are uh, you? <laughs> Why do you ask it like that? Um, okay, because I don't know. It was like one shit show after another. Yeah. Um, so I moved into 2023. 2022 was absolutely amazing. One of the hardest years of my life. Um but in a in an extremely positive way, um, I, you know, moved in. I legally separated um, from a fifteen year marriage, mm -hmm. and got my own house. Um, built my business. Traveled a lot. I got my um, four hundred two squat. <laughs> Um, I got, let's see, what else happened? Oh, I got my pro dot score. Um, I'll be competing at my first pro level meet. It only took me seven years, but hey, we're here. You did um, it. Yeah. And then, and then for a minute there in 2022, I had a really, really awesome relationship. Um, so moving into 2023, I have, um, like I was so excited about this year because all of last year was work on Liz, work on Liz, work on, um, you know, learning how to take care of yourself. I mean, I already knew how to take care of myself, but be on my own. Right. Um, I really worked on my personal growth. I worked on my relationships with people. Um, I did awesome things with the business. Oh, that was another thing in 2022 that was amazing was we added um, Jessica to the team as a coach. And she has done a phenomenal job. I'm like, yeah. why didn't I talk to you earlier <laughs> um, and, and ask you to be a coach here? It was so funny how it happened because I was like, um, I was like, man, I really need another one of me. I need somebody who has coaching experience, somebody that I don't have to, that I can just trust to like do her thing and get you athlete. Don't have to babysit. I don't have to babysit her. I don't have to tell her because that's, that's how it was. Um, the hardest thing, the reason why I needed to add a coach was because I needed help. I needed less work, right? I needed right. to be able to grow the business without um, having to do more work. I, I literally couldn't, I couldn't keep up, right. um, which is a good thing, right? When, when you grow, you have to make adjustments in any part of life. And that's, you know, you reform yourself. So I added her and, you know, like I, there was no mentoring that really had to happen. <laughs> we just, we talk every day and just are like 
super supportive. I'm like, how, how are you doing? How are your athletes doing? Which all of our athletes are doing incredible. So I've got right now about 60, maybe a few more. I've taken on some nutrition clients lately, but I've got, you know, somewhere between 60 and 70 athletes and she's up around 30 and making a killing. <laughs> like, I'm just so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Incredible. And so we're actually looking into adding another coach. Spoiler alert. That's um, so crazy. Because we we want to add more athletes to the team and we want to be good coaches. Because I remember when I first joined, um, like what, two two years ago, I think in April now, it was like a handful of us. Like a handful yeah. was probably like 20 or 30. Yeah. And it's been wild the last two years to just watch how you've grown. Like the team and the like the company itself is company we call it a company, right? Like the the brand, the whatever itself. And so like these relationships are growing, these people are growing, you're growing, your business is growing. Like it was it's just it's been the wildest. I was talking about this the other day. It's been the wildest thing to watch it just basically explode. Like a very slow motion you see all the beautiful parts at once and like all these things are happening. And like, I can't keep up with who's on the team anymore. Like I just follow whoever you post on your story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I, they're probably I, one of them. Um, no, it's just, it's been absolutely beautiful. And, you know, I had this vision when I started Fortress. So Fortress started because I was, training in person a team of athletes with another coach things went poorly i guess you would say um and i broke off and started my own coaching business and the goal was like immediately after that i moved to washington state from kansas city because i started my business there and i was like how am i going to be a remote coach and continue to keep this like team um vibe uh, and because community is so important to me and I love to yeah. connect people. Um, I love, you know, to help create relationships with people. And so I've just moved from that space and I've always tried to like connect my athletes to each other and to other people in the community that I know. And over time it's, that's what's happened. That's the culture that I've created. And I think that that's what's so important when you start a business that you know that you have a vision for it. And people will tell you that you're crazy. And people told me I was crazy. And like, why don't you name it Liz Strain Coaching or Liz Fortress Coaching? Because people are just here for you. Like, why is it Fortress Athletics? And it was because I had a vision, because I wanted Fortress to become something bigger because I didn't want it to be about me. <laughs> right. I didn't want people chasing me. I wanted people chasing themselves. I wanted them chasing a better version of themselves. I wanted people connecting to each other. I wanted like a, a bigger picture goal with hopefully the, the end goal of there actually being a brick and mortar space. Yeah. And we can bring different types of athletics into it, like strongman, weightlifting, whatever, which we would need different coaches for that too. But anyway, right. that's here nor there. I thought that was right around the corner, but it's not. Um, <laughs> so who knows? But yeah, I mean, so it's, you've got to have 
a vision for yourself. And I remember, you know, last year at the Indie Meet, sitting at the restaurant with all of you and just looking around and everybody, all these people that had never known each other and they got, they met through Fortress. They're all over the place. They're all together, like laughing and connecting and happy and supporting each other. And I just was like in awe. And I'm like, this is my vision manifested. This is, yeah. this is exactly what I wanted to see. And the reason why it's gotten to this point is because that's the space that I move from. You have to have like a very strong sense of yourself and hold true to your own character and things will unfold and manifest true to you and what you, yeah. you know, I didn't look at other coaches and say, oh man, like, what can I do to be more like them? What can, what can I learn from their business to, you know, grow my own business? <laughs> like I never did any business coaching, none of that stuff. I just figured right. out. And, and the most successful businesses are the ones where the owners and the leaders, they don't stray from their, their own code, right? Yeah. From their own integrity, from their own belief system. They don't stray from that. But you hold true to that, don't know what it is. And that's the problem is most people are trying to be like somebody else. They are looking for right. other people. And I I want to like trail off of that with you because I think that that's important, not just in a business aspect, but like I talked last week about like my depression and like what that's looked like. And I think that exactly what you're saying is important just in being yourself. Like you can't constantly compare yourself to other people. And I want to look like this person and I want to be like this person and I want to work out like this person and I want to do what they're doing and have what they have and you know, whatever. Like you have to dig deep and find like who you are and what your morals and your values and your standards for yourself are and just focus on that. You can't constantly focus on other people no, because then you'll lose yourself. And I think that that's a lot of times like where when I get in a rut, I start looking, uh, I compare myself. And I said this last week too, I dig myself in the social media hole because yeah. I don't have to deal with my own self if I'm looking at other people on social media. And then I compare myself to them and not like, I don't mean that towards anybody else in a bad way. It's like, I want to be like them, but I, then I like start like throwing a pity party for yeah myself on and I'm like well I can't be like them because I'm in this depressed you know whatever and like I'm I'm not this and I'm not that and you're constantly comparing yourself to other people yeah and so it's like even even in just a self aspect like all of what you just said applies to like just yourself like if not even if like, like you don't even have power if you don't have to be like whatever like whatever phase of life you're in like you have to apply that to yourself you have to stick to yourself and I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned in the last three months is like I I have to focus on who I am yes yes absolutely and, and I think that's one of the biggest lessons that you have ever taught me in the last two years yeah. is that when you found me I wasn't being who I didn't even know who I was. Like I was just this person that everybody else wanted me to be. And then I got with Fortress and we it was really when we met for the first time. And like I started to do things that I had never done before and experience things that I had never experienced before. And I was like, okay, so maybe I'm not who I thought I was. You had the freedom and the support to do that and be loved and empowered for it. Whereas everyone in yeah. your life 
doesn't understand who you are or they want to hold you back or they, you know, they're jealous of your success or, or whatever. They're putting this standard and these expectations on you and they're controlling your narrative because you're trying yeah. to, you know, please everyone or keep people from hurting you. And um, yeah. when you move into a space where people encourage your, your growth in whatever way that looks like and you're free to be yourself and you're not scared and there's no shame in that you just you don't become a different person you become the person that you were born to be yeah exactly yes and so it's funny because you know I work with I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of athletes and the comparison game is huge and y'all need to hear this okay everyone needs to hear this if you think that you are the only one who is struggling and thinking that they're not doing as good as anyone else, literally every, almost every single person, every single athlete feels the same way. If you feel that way yeah. about them, they probably feel the same way about you. There's this. Yeah. And so the biggest thing that I've worked on with my athletes, both in, you know, programming, training and nutrition is to say, okay, the reason why you're frustrated is because you have this ideal of yourself and you've created this ideal or this vision of yourself that you took from other people. You took them. And now you are trying to move along this path to get to this place where you think that you're supposed to be and it has nothing to do with who you are and you stay frustrated you have trition ADHD and training ADHD and you're always disappointed and you're never good enough and why don't i look like this and why am i not strong enough you're all over the place there's no gratitude and so i've been telling people listen we are not going to transform into something we're not going to follow a path to an ideal we are going to do what we call a self-discovery and you get to find out who you are you get to discover who you are you have no idea you have no idea what the best version of yourself is and so we're going to discover that one day at a time and how do you do that you do that by looking inward looking at yourself and every single day you get up and you do what you're supposed to do for yourself. Like, what can I do to be the best version of myself today? Just follow my programming, focus on my nutrition, you know, work on my relationships with people, work on your family, whatever it is. And along the way, like you start to see this new, you know, this new level of yourself. And, you know, you look back, I mean, look at you, Quinn. Look at you from, how long have we known each other? Like two and a half years? Yeah. You look like a completely different person. Not visually, but your whole life is different. It was so crazy. So, like, I came from a very, very small town. And so, like, power, like, women that lifted heavy is just not a thing here. Yeah. Like, I had never heard of it ever. And I assumed that if women did anything besides bodybuilding, they were on steroids. And that's just this little, like, 
I almost want to say, like, okay, so obviously not everybody here is Southern Baptist. Of the fortress is Natty, by the way. <laughs> right. And so it's like, I, you know, okay, let me just, I got to call, I, I got to indirectly call someone out. And they were like, there's no way you guys are all Natty. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we are. Yeah. And he was like, well, there was this girl squatting like over 400 pounds. And I was like, yeah, well, she's worked her ass, like, well, yeah. I guess worked an ass on, but. Um, <laughs> work to add on and not only that again this goes back to being an individual like some people come out of the womb stronger than you right after six years of training I mean I'm and it, a perfect example it has taken me almost seven years of competing in like 12 13 competitions something like that to achieve a pro level dot score <laughs> taken a lot of failures, a lot of going backwards. Like I'm, I'm not somebody who is naturally strong. I mean, you can look at my pictures when, when I started powerlifting, I was just, you know, a a stick. Yeah. And over time, again, going back to self-discovery, I just did what I loved. What made me happy? What made me, when I was doing it, what made me feel like Liz? What made me feel happy with myself? You know, for a long time there, I didn't want to put on muscle because I didn't want to, quote, be bulky. Isn't that funny? Oh, my God. Um, and, and then I'm like, but wait, this doesn't. Oh, like, but listen, that sentence match. triggers me this so doesn't hard. Ma- this doesn't match, okay? Because I don't want to get big, but I fucking love lifting. <laughs> so, like, and I love lifting heavy weight. So, yeah. You know, eventually I was like, fuck trying to stay small. I'm going to do what I love. And whatever the result of doing what I love is, that's who I'm supposed to be. And I can look in the mirror and be like, you badass bitch. Look at those muscles. That is is a manifestation of doing what you love um, and discovering yourself. And you stop comparing yourself to other people when you do that. Again, it's a self-discovery, and I love to take people on that path. It gets them out of out of the comparison game because you literally cannot be anyone else. So, Madeline, Madeline, you know she's got a four yeah. forty-five squat, a, I think a two sixty-five bench, and a five hundred pound deadlift. Um, yes, Natty, <laughs> and. I love to come, She used to come to my garage um, when I lived out in Washington during COVID, and she would come and we would just train for like three hours a day because <laughs> there's nothing else to do. Right. What um, else were you going to do? Yeah. Um, those were the good old days. But, you know, even, even the strongest lifters, and I always say this, like being strong does not make you a good power lifter. Yeah. Being, being Ooh, good at power lifting is what gets you strong. Okay. Right. <laughs> A lot of, I mean, for example, Ava, our 15 year old athlete. Um, I, I love her. her. Yeah, I met her um, last year at a at Candace's first meet out in out, out in Maryland, and you know, I'm watching this precious girl just fucking lift phenomenal amounts of weight, mind blowing amounts of weight, and she knew next to nothing. Um, Ava, I'm sorry, I'm calling you out here, but. We're um, deadlifting, like, and we're in her flight. I was not coaching her at the time. 
but she didn't have anyone. So she was asking me a lot of questions and I was helping her and she goes and pulls her first attempt. And then she comes over to me and she's like, should I go back in the warm up room and do another rep before my <laughs> next attempt? And I was like, oh my God, no. I was no. like, you so though. I was like, look, Ava, if you, if you ever feel like you want some, some guidance, I would love to help you, you know, gave her my information. I always, always make sure like somebody doesn't have another coach, you know, cause I don't, I don't ever try to poach anyone. So sure enough, like six months later, or five months later, I get a DM from her and she's like, okay, I'm ready. And so she came and stayed here for a week. Um, Ava lost her father last year. She'd been through a lot and she, you know, she's getting ready for this competition as I'm coaching her. And I'm like, oh, I was like, Ava, ask your mom if you can come stay with me for a week. Let's call it powerlifting camp. You are, I mean, the girl has a three, 350 squat. She's 15. 15. A 350 squat, a 132 bench, and she just pulled 440 at her last meet. Good so, grief. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got a lot to work on. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to coach her remotely and I'm like, it's hard to teach somebody how to brace or how to hinge or how to, and especially right. the, the younger people. And so she comes out here and it was like intensive coaching for five days. And it was one of the best weeks. I just absolutely adore that girl. And she looks completely different already. We have a lot of cleaning up to do, but we like built this foundation. So, you know, cause I told her, I said, Ava, you're only going to get strong to a certain point. Like in order right. to continue to actually um, get stronger, you need to be better at the sport. So yeah. um, we need to learn to brace. We need to learn how to create root our feet, create glute tension, learn how to use our lats, all those things. You know, my point is that People, even people like Ava and Madeline, Madeline started with me because she was like, I, what, she was always watching me coach my athletes remotely when we were in our garage for three hours. And she was like, I've got so much to work on, um, just technique wise. And she's like, I want to grow. And so Madeline's been able to get stronger because she's, you know, being coached and learning technique and on, you know, good programming. And like we took her bench from right before we started, I think she failed a 215 bench. And so we've taken, you know, her bench to 265 pounds. So like people think, oh my God, uh, like my end goal in life is a 200 pound pinch press. No, that's not your end goal. <laughs> yeah. I, um, you just keep going and you just keep chipping away. And, you know, you, and that's how you create longevity in the sport is you just are like, okay, one step at a time, like get really good at this. Don't just right. really strong and lift with ship form and, and think that you're going to last because you won't, you'll break or you'll have to, you know, some people just go on PEDs because they're like, well, I can't get, I can't get stronger. So I'm just going to take performance enhancing drugs which I am also in full support of if it's the right timing for you, but like, right. but they have not done the work and they have not built the foundation. PEDs don't keep you from getting injured. Like they don't what make me? you good at lifting. I swear the hardest thing is for me to go to these pro level meets and see, you know, wildly strong people doing, I'm like, what are you doing? Right. Do that, that way. <laughs> and so it's just, 
that's what's so important is that like if you just focus on actually becoming a good athlete and getting good at the sport and good at your skill and good at your craft like the progress is going to keep happening and the the science of strength the way it works is you cannot always peak you cannot always keep going eventually you get to the top of the mountain right you know even in an off season we have to cycle through that like and i get so many people who are so frustrated because they're like I'm, I haven't gotten, everybody else is getting so much stronger than me, or I just, I haven't PR'd in so long. And I'm like, well, like we're positioning you for that. We're positioning you to PR, <laughs> right? Right. Um, but we have all of these things that we need to work on and we can't work on them under super heavy loads. You can't right. your execution that way. So I really just try to get my athletes to focus on themselves, focus on your own training, your own, your own life. I think do what, you love, I... do what you love and discover who you are. And then you'll yeah. look back and you'll be like, holy shit. You look at any fortress athletes that, that has been with me for a year or longer. They do. They don't look like the same person. No. If you even look at me but from this year to last year. It's wild. Like, I looked good last year. Like, I was everything. But, like, my body from, like, even physically, like, from last year to this year. Like, if you look at me from literally the indie meet to this, this, what, I'm not into meet. Yeah. But from March of last year to March of this year. Like, completely different. Yeah. Completely. Like, if I didn't have tattoos, I don't think people would believe it was the same person. I wouldn't. <laughs> no. I mean. And like, then you, you look at me before. used to go in. And now it's um, so out there my mom used to call it a shovel butt <laughs> a shovel butt because it was shaped the wrong way and it went in i mean um, i have flat ass too i always share that comparison picture of before i started yeah. wait i had you know the flattest ass and well we all know what my ass looks like now <laughs> it ain't flat no more my hell no i always find encouragement because our our bodies are shaped so much alike and our, our hip structure is literally identical. Identical. And so then I think about like, man, when I'm six years into this and I've been with Liz for six years, I'm going to be like knocking stuff over because my ass is going to be so big. It is. It is. That's what we and do. And I, we get, I it's so, so excited. Literally, um, a shelf. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not safe. Our asses are not safe. They are. Ass we, yeah. <laughs> um, I love how, I love how, um, Wednesday has turned into like everybody. It's ass day. Then y'all, you're welcome, everyone. You're welcome for Tras Wednesday. Wednesday is ass day. I love it. I don't always um like so. Obviously, last three months I haven't really been myself. Blah blah, blah whatever. We talked about that last week. But I I started like I'm trying to be better about constantly taking pictures of myself. Um, especially because I've been working on all these food goals and like trying to get my relationship better with food. And yeah, even just in like the last, I would say month probably that I've noticed it took longer than a month, but like, like my waist is shrinking and there's this, like, I'm getting this big, like curve toward the top of my butt. Yeah. And I'm like, look at People this. I was like, how do you just, just look at of my butt? And I'm like, just stick with me, kid. <laughs> just yeah <with> me <laughs> and do uh, do your warm-up prime exercises do not skip them don't because mm -mm. i used to so. yeah yeah we need to get those glutes firing um and then we learn how to use the glutes 
you know, people are like, how do, how do you get everybody's thighs so big? Or I'll say, I teach them how to use their glutes in a lift. We don't sit there. But we use them for all three. You know, like we don't sit there and do booty builder workouts. We, the goal is like have a well-rounded training program that is progressive. That's how this works. You know, you see a lot of people, they go to the gym and, and then they change. Right. And then they look that they look that way forever. Like <laughs> you, you see, right. like you, every time you go to the gym, you're like, there's, you're not actually seeing like somebody's body composition change or their training, like their training isn't changing. And it's because they're missing doing, progressive overload. It's yeah. It's because they're just going to the gym and doing Pinterest workouts or TikTok workouts or whatever. They're doing they're the same. Like, yeah. Four glute exercises every fu- Listen, I hate training legs. I'll say it a million times. I fucking hate training legs. <laughs> Give me bench day five days a week. I oh, hate yeah. leg days. Hate them. Oh, but I still do them. Yeah. And the thing that blows my mind is like people think that they have to have a different workout every single time they go in. I'm like, no, listen to me. My program looks almost the exact same for six to eight weeks. Yep. I can almost like... Like today is squat day. I filled my program all the way out, by the way. I'm Thanks. so proud of you. Because I don't do that. Sometimes. I don't either. I'm really bad at it. I, well, I don't have I'm very like good signal. I'm great employees. I'm, I don't have very good signal in the back half of the gym. So then I just quit trying to open because it's like Google Docs or whatever, Google Sheets. So then I just quit trying to open it. Right. And then I just forget about it. But I filled it out like two weeks in a row now. We're on a streak. Anyways, I, I can go in today. And I don't know what the weight prescribed is necessarily, but I know what my lifts are and what my accessories are going to be. Yeah. I am so sick of these girls. Like, I will, I just want to, like, grab all of them and be like, come, come to me. Come this way. Stop looking at TikTok or Pinterest or whatever. They're, they want a different exercise, like, pro- program or regimen or whatever every single time they go in. So they're cherry picking these workouts or like, mm-hmm. oh, um, cause like German volume training is a big thing and I tried it fucking miserable. 10 <laughs> sets of 10. Again, it's, Who, it's exercise ADHD. Like, like, right. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So I'm just doing all of these things. And that's why like coaching and programming is so valuable because you can actually get on a system that like moves con- is continual continually helping you progress and move forward and you know that's that's always my goal with every athlete is how do we get you better like how do we get you stronger we take it one week at a time you know and there's we're always forward moving always forward moving like i will go to the ends of the earth to get people better (laughs) whatever it takes um and and that's one of the reasons why we brought Rebecca onto the team is as the mo- mobility and rehab coach, because like I can get a lot of people out of pain and, you know, there's injury prevention by teaching them how to lift, right? right. Um, teaching them how to, you know, eliminate anterior tilt in their lifts or learn how to use their lats and their bench. And like now people don't hurt anymore. An injury is an injury. So people that actually have like issues that stem from either an injury or just poor movement patterns over time or whatever it is, they need a different kind of attention. And um, and I was like, right. I I want to have somebody that I can refer my athletes to. 
So that, cause I, that is outside of my scope of practice is to rehabilitate, rehabilitate people from injury. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm not a mobility specialist. I mean, I'm just, I'm going to tell you to mobilize the way I learned to, or, you know, when I learned from YouTube or whatever, but right. like, I'm going to school for this. So I've started, you know, referring my athletes to her and I am not shitting you. It's one of the best decisions that I've ever made because anyone that works with her is getting out of pain. They're performing better in the gym and like, you know, we'll, we'll segue for a minute into you know, Rebecca, um, she is worth every single penny. She's worth every single penny because oh, becoming, yeah. again, becoming a great athlete is not just like putting more weight on the bar and working harder and da -da 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 -da. it's like, you have to take care of the whole self. Um, recovery is part of getting stronger. Mobility is part of getting stronger. Nutrition is part of getting stronger. Sleep is part of getting stronger. Um, personal boundaries. Minimizing life stress. It's not just going to the gym. Like you have to look at every aspect of your life. And like, I mean, even myself, this has been, we never really did get into 2023, but it's been such a, it was so prepared for things to just take off. And it has been yeah. one thing after the other. And it has wrecked me. <laughs> it's wrecked my my stress levels have been so high that I go into the gym now and like, like, especially recently things have started hurting. Like my neck hurts, my glute hurts, my, <laughs> and it's because I'm holding all of this stress because yes, I'm going to the gym and yes, yeah. I'm doing all these things, but I'm not taking care of Liz. You know, mm -hmm. I've been dealing with other people's bullshit and trying to protect everyone and trying to make everything okay and i've let myself go and so you know i've i've decided for myself like i'm competing at the american pro this year and i'm like i have got to practice what i preach and i've got to create space for myself to heal to feel good to sleep to eat to eat right you know get in and see a massage therapist those kinds of things and so i'm in order for me to be able to do that, I kind of have to put this like fence around me, right? And go like, th this is my boundary. And I do not exist to make you happy, right? Like yeah. only you can do that for yourself. And like, I have to have my own space to be able to create my own happiness as well, especially when things in life are really, really hard and things in life have been really, really hard lately. And, and so, just know that like you're going to make progress and continue moving forward if you're working on yourself and like creating right. that space for yourself to do boundaries are super important yes you have to set boundaries you have to have non-negotiables you have to go okay like this very specific thing or person is preventing me from moving forward. Um, it's con a constant roadblock, a constant setback. I constantly feel bad. I feel weighed down. I feel, you know, things feel heavy. What are those mm -hmm. things? Identify them and fucking eliminate them. And like I said last we week, do not it doesn't make you. People. We don't exist to please them. And if we do, we're never no. going to discover ourselves. Know what your secrets I... are, set them, and then hold to them. I went through like a... And not necessarily, here's the thing is like boundaries, 
you have you have to know what your own boundaries are and maybe some of them are just temporary like I had to go through temporary boundaries where like there were only certain people I talked to and it was you know like three or four people very selectively that I shared what I was feeling and like how dark things were and whatever like those were the people that I was vulnerable with and I told those things about yeah and then everybody else it was just kind of like oh you know like oh how are you oh I'm okay like I'm doing all right how are you You know about it (laughs) you know but it doesn't it doesn't make you a bad person to set boundaries to heal yourself. And I found myself like at first when I kind of started to like, okay, like, cause I, I remember the day that I texted you and I was like, my, my cup is empty and it has holes and I don't even know how to fill it back up. Like, I don't know how to plug the holes back up, like whatever. And so I remember that night I'm laying in bed and I'm like, okay, you've done this before. Yeah. How do we get back out of this? Cause I was just like, I had cried that entire day. Yeah. Like, it was a Thursday. Okay, well, no, it started the um, that weekend. It had started. I literally had a like panic attack in Jack's garage. Yeah, I got ready to squat and like everything just hit me. And I undid my belt and I came out of it. And I looked at Jack and I was like, I'm not okay. And I started yeah. shaking, crying, couldn't breathe, full out panic attack. Yeah, yeah. And Jack just held me for like 15 minutes as I sobbed uncontrollably. Wow. And so then later in that week. I'm like, this sucks. Like, I don't want to sit in this, this pit anymore. Like I've got to get myself out of this. Like I, it can't get any darker. So like, I've got to make it get lighter. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, then I had texted you and I was like telling you, I was like, literally my cup is empty. Like it has holes in it and I don't even know how to plug the holes up to fill it back up. Like I have nothing else to give to anybody. And when I said that there was like this light bulb, I was like, that's just it. I'm constantly pouring. Like whoever needs me, whatever they need, like, here it is. Yep. Let me just give every inch of my soul and everything that I have and maybe have time for myself in the end. And so I started thinking about this and I'm like, there's your fucking problem. Yep. When was the last time you took time for yourself outside of going to the gym? Yeah. And like going to the gym is good for you, but like, that's not like, that's just part of my routine at this point. Like that's not actually taking time for myself. Right. Because then like, it's it's gotten to the point now where people know who I am and they know that like I'm good at lifting and now they want to stop me and ask me all these questions and like you know and it's just kind of like I and I love to help people don't get me wrong but a I'm not I don't know how to coach other people yeah that's that's not something I'm comfortable with and then b like it makes it hard to make that time set aside for myself when everybody else wants to you know wants to talk or whatever and so I was like okay you like you've got to start setting boundaries and so I just. I drew a line and I was like, you know, minimal conversations with these people. We're not talking, you know, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. Like they were non-negotiables. And I started to feel guilty at one point. Yeah. Yeah. And you like, it's not, it's not something that you should feel guilty about. No. Like setting boundaries to heal yourself and to make yourself a better person does not make you a bad person in any aspect whatsoever. If you can't be like not fully healed. Put your own oxygen mask on first. Yeah, because then how are you going to help everybody else if you can't breathe? Exactly. Exactly. Um, and it's not your job to help everybody else. No, it's not. And, and t- it's not your job to make people happy. It's not your job to, you know, fix people's problems, you know. And, right. And, like, as a coach, I, I try and get that across to my athletes. Like, I'm giving you tools. I'm handing you the tools to be able to take care of yourself. I am trying to create, I don't want a codependent relationship with my athletes. 
I don't want them to feel like they have, they have to have me all the time or need me all the time. I am simply guiding, guiding them, or it's more like I'm walking alongside of them, right? Like I'm, I'm giving you a path and I'm giving you tools and we're going to, we're going to use those tools and we're going to walk that path. And this is going to teach you how to handle yourself, you know, in life and in training. And I think that that is so important. Like when you are coaching is you're helping, you're teaching people, you're teaching them how to not need you forever. And you're, you're giving them a sense of power. They have their own power. And I think that that is unbelievably important as part of like the self-discovery process. You know, most, most coaches are like, oh, you want to be this? Okay, well, let's, let's do what it takes to get you to that. Right. Me, I'm like, how are we going to be the best version of ourselves today? (laughs) How, like one day at a time, one week at a time, like, what are we doing to move forward? Are you setting your boundaries? Are you, you know, working on yourself? Are you saying no to the things that, you know, hold you back? Like, are you, are you self-abandoning, right? What are you doing in your daily life every single day? that keeps you from becoming whoever the fuck it is you're going to become. And we don't even know what that is yet because it's limitless. It is literally limitless. That's good. I don't want people. I do not want people to chase an ideal. I don't want them to compare themselves. We will never be anybody else. We'll never be anybody else. You can only be yourself. One of the affirmations that I tell myself every single morning is I don't chase, I attract. And I don't mean yes. that in a sense of people. I mean that in a sense of energy and what I want my life to be, what I want it to like financially, um, you know, whatever, like across all the boards. I don't chase anything. I am attracting yeah. the good things to me. I am pushing out the negative things. Yeah. And I'm creating the life that I want for myself. Not that I see someone else having, not that I think that I want, like, I know that I want certain things. I know I want to be good at powerlifting. I know I want to be strong and I know I want to take care of my body. Yeah. And I don't, cause like people would be like, oh, so what are your goals for this year? I hate that question. Yeah. Because it's like, sure. Like lifting all these numbers, like lifting all these big numbers is great and cool. And like, yes, I that's awesome. Right. And like, yes, I want a 400 pound deadlift. Like I want this, I want that. Like, right. But especially when like, we all know I've got three different autoimmune diseases. So like, yes, I want these big numbers, but the important thing before those big numbers is that I'm taking care of my body and it's moving itself properly in the way that it's supposed to. And it feels the way that it's supposed to. And so sometimes that means I can't go in and push whatever I'm supposed to. My left wrist has horrible arthritis in it horrible. It hurts so bad. And so sometimes it doesn't hurt and it's fine. But other times I go in and it's like, even with wraps on my wrist, like it hurts to push, you know, bench a certain number. So maybe I don't go in and bench whatever that day. I only, you know, it's like, I want all these really cool things, but I also want to take care of myself and be the best version of myself. And so that's the path I'm going with. That's what I'm, that's what I'm taking on. And like, not that I have my shit together. We all know I do not, (laughs) but it's like the things that I've, especially like, so last week I released the scariest episode I've ever posted 
in my entire fucking life. And I say that like I've done this for years. Deadlifts and Daddy Issues is not even a year old yet. Almost, but not quite. And it was like the amount of people, first off, the amount of people like in my area that messaged me after I had posted it and was like, I feel like you're talking to me. Like, um, I think one of the best compliments I got about last week's episode was a friend of mine listens and they were like, I feel like you're talking directly to me. And that's all I've ever wanted. Like, when I talk about stuff like that and I get into the sensitive topics, like, I want people to, like, feel that it's me and them having a conversation in a yeah. room. Well, I and, remember, you know, when we talked, when we talked um, a couple months ago when you were, you know, in a really dark space, I was like, we have to, you got to get back on your podcast. Yeah. And maybe what we start doing is because, you know, like I said, everybody's comparing themselves and everybody thinks that everyone else's life is so easy and so good. And I'm like, no, we no. struggle. We are all struggling yeah. and we all have insecurities and, you know, places of darkness and, and stuff we wrestle with every day. And if we can be open about that, you know, without complaining and being negative and, you know, and then we can like start to open up this conversation and make people realize that it's okay to struggle. Yeah. Um, I always say like, we are not struggling to be free. We are free to struggle. Oh, I like that. And, um, and, you know, even through what I've been through recently, which has been one of probably the hardest things I've ever been through, I have continued to tell myself like, when I want to cry or when I get anxious or when I get sad, like that, that's okay. Yeah. I've been here before. This is not the first time I've been in a dark place. Right. Like, uh, there is a light. How do we get, how do we get to, it's like when something bad happens, we just assume that like everything's over and nothing's going to get better. Right. <laughs> but you're going to stay in a dark place if you're not doing things for yourself. Yeah. So what, what you do and what I tell people to do is I'm like, get up every day and take care of you and just do the work. It doesn't have to feel good. You don't have to be motivated. You can be sad. You can be anxious, but get up and do it anyway. Because on the other side of it, like you are going to have become stronger for it. Yeah. And, and for the next good thing that happens in your life, you are going to have a better sense of self. And, you know, I've been telling myself that is that like, this isn't it for you, Liz. You have been here before many yeah. times where you feel like your world is, is crashing and, and you always come out of it. You always come out of it. There is laughter. There is joy. There is happiness. There are those things in front of you. How am I going to walk the path to get there? You have yeah. to walk the path to get there one step at a time taking care of yourself and anything in your life that feels bad or like it's keeping you in this space for moving forward, you have to identify and eliminate. And, and then the other thing is like connect, connect to people. You know, a yeah. lot of us just withdraw. And I actually um, messaged a few friends yesterday and was like, Hey, I need to, I need to, I've been quiet, but I need to, I need to continue to talk about, I don't want to bother anyone, but I need to continue to talk because right. if you're in your own head, then 
you know, you're, you're telling yourself these stories and when you open up to people that love you and know you, they can remind you of who you are and they can provide, uh, you know, objective opinions and advice and all of that stuff. And so that's why community is so important. And that's why it's not just me coaching my athletes, but I've connected everyone to each other so that they yeah. can all take care of each other. They can cultivate these friendships and, you know, network of support. So they always have somebody to reach out to, not just, you know, like talking about their lifting, but actually sharing their lives. Yeah. Because we're, you know, very few of us are just full-time power lifters. I am, <laughs> but, but yeah, but that's what you've built yourself. On. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, how I make my money, but, uh, right. So that's why, like, just, I feel like the last few months, especially I've been having a lot of these conversations. A lot of people have been, um, in a dark place. Winter is fucking hard, yeah, man. It is. And I've been trying to, you know, help people, like practice gratitude. Yeah. That is one of the best. That's so important. Yes. That is one of the best ways to get through anything is change, change your thought process into like, what am I sad about and change it to what am I, what am I grateful for? What can I have gratitude for today? Cause there are so many things. There are so many things. And, you know, people keep moving forward because they have hope. Okay. Like, what what gets you out of bed when you're in a really dark place? Hope. The hope for something greater. Yeah. But at the same time, what if there isn't something greater? Like we can't see the future. Right. What if what if like that next thing isn't there or whatever? What what is going to get you out of bed? Okay, when you can't see the future is purpose. You exist for a reason. You are here on this earth for a reason. What is your calling? What is your purpose? Like, we're all going to die one day. And right. I am less concerned at this point in my life because I know happiness comes and goes. In the right. pursuit of happiness, it rarely involves like actual happiness. It's fucking hard. Yeah. It is fucking hard. But I'm at the end of my life, I don't want to look back and be like, oh, I was happy all the time. I want to have like left a legacy of like somebody who had character, somebody who had an impact, somebody who used the things that she went through in life to help other people. Like, what am I yeah. doing that, even if it doesn't feel good and I don't feel good about myself, what am I doing to follow my purpose? And you've got to figure out yeah. what that is. And you can't know what that is if you're always comparing yourself to everyone else and looking at their lives and what it is that they've achieved, what, they, what, what are they here for? Don't worry about that. Worry about what you're here for. And I think- like, They're not you. That, and I think people, you know, with social media, it stresses them out so much because it puts them in yes. that constant comparison thing. And yep. I said, it, like, for me, that's not a problem. Like, I, it's never really been a problem for me. I don't, social media doesn't make me depressed. Unless there's like an X or something on there. <laughs> but like I, I tell people, okay, create. Don't follow and scroll. Create. Like create your yes. own brand, your own personhood. Like put that out there. Be a cre Don't be like anyone else. Be who you are and express that online right. or, or whatever. Express yourself <laughs> and be creative. Don't just consume, that's so create. And I think that like 
especially to like like the younger generations like i they they're constantly constantly scrolling and i mean like i'm guilty of it too i'm not saying that i don't i my screen time is a lot more is higher this week than i would like for it to be i'm also pissed off at a book so i don't really want to read another one right now but i'm going to it's like like you scroll and there's always someone doing something and i look at these young kids that are like 10 to 15 years old who are watching these people like and i'm not trying to bash these people but like mr beast or this that's the one that comes to mind directly like that has all of this money and is like giving people all of this money and like doing all these crazy things for youtube and like buying all these like lamborghinis and ferraris and like this kind of stuff and they're like oh well i want to do that i want to be like that that is being planted in their brain at a young age and so now as they're getting older it's like they have to do what this person's doing no like i it drives me insane like you are you not you're not this person. I'm Quinlan. I'm not Liz. I'm not Jess. I'm not, you know, I'm not Jack. I'm not whoever. I'm Quinlan. Yeah. And like, and you I, if I, who that is. You know? exactly. Yeah. And I, the thing that I constantly tell myself is like, that's kind of what your life is for. Yeah. You get to explore and make all these different memories and do all these different things and all these different adventures. And you get to figure out what you like and what you don't like. And you get to mold your personality into who I mean that's that's the experience of life yes so what if you never you know hit a million views on a video or you never do you know whatever like it's that's not the point social media is great and it's cool and like that's how we all connect and I don't use at this point in my life I don't use social media to compare myself to other people I use it to watch other people's journeys yeah don't get me wrong i have all kinds of people that i look up to yeah that also share stuff like what they've been through and i use that as inspiration but not i don't want to be exactly like whoever i when i first started lifting when i was doing what i thought was bodybuilding i wanted to be just like dana lynn bailey yeah I wanted to look like her. I wanted to have a brand like her. I wanted to have a, like, I wanted to be her. Yeah. And it's like, that's not, she should have been inspirational, not like who I was trying to copy myself after. Like, cause she's Dana. She's not Quinlan. Yeah. So, I mean, I've always like put myself in the company of people that are, you know, quote, better than me or whatever that like Mm -hmm. you, you want people's, um, the way that people live their life to inspire you. Yeah. Um, and, but you don't want to live their life, right? You want, yeah. Um, you want to be inspired by who they are and what they've done mm-hmm. to become the fullest version of themselves. Um, and, you know, that's, that's what I do. I try and put myself in the company of, of people that I'm, you know, inspired by. Uh, right. You know, it's not like, oh, this person's better than me. So let me, you know, hate on them because I have to be the best person in the room. I never. <laughs> I remember like when I moved out to Washington, even um, the, the gym that I joined at the time, I walked in. Everyone in there was stronger than me. I went from being the strongest person in the room to being probably the weakest person in the room. And I was like, fuck, yes. <laughs> like, I'm I've, I've got these people to help elevate, elevate me, you know, to work hard and have their work ethic and 
And, you know, I think that's the difference um, between, you know, comparing yourself to somebody and being, you know, inspired by someone. There's a big difference. My my Instagram feed is just people that like like minded and that inspire me or, you know, obviously it's people from the team, but we're all like minded, right? Like we all want the best versions of ourselves. We all want to get stronger and be better as human beings, as athletes, like whatever. That's all my news feed is and like yeah. music artists. I don't because I think there are some people who get hurt that like I don't follow them back or whatever, like especially from like around where I live and it's not anything yeah. against them um or like sm- like drama, like I got rid of my Facebook because yeah. it's just drama. What is like what it is constant, post? right? Like it's constant people airing out their dirty laundry and I don't want to see that crap like I I truthfully do not care what everybody else's dirty laundry is everybody's got a pile of it somewhere I don't care like I want when I look through my Instagram and I look through my news feeds like I want it to be people and not like people go through things and they share that stuff on social media and that's great too I love to see people progress I love to see people get better and like people struggle and they share about it and they grow and it's like you get to see all this really cool stuff I'm not going to fill it with bullshit. Yeah. And it's because it's like what you're looking at is what you're feeding your mind. So if I'm feeding my mind all these really cool people that are lifting and getting stronger and getting better, then like it's going to inspire me to get stronger and to do better and to get better. Exactly. Isn't she fantastic? Wasn't that so good? Guys, I am always, I love having my friends on here, but Liz always just like, there's something about her episodes that just like lights this spark it like fans that flame and it's just like oh okay I like I can do this and if I can do this then so can you you can do this too okay I don't really have a great big outro planned for this because there's two episodes happening in one week in one day like these are both dropping at midnight and it is even later and I am even tireder tight more tired I am exhausted and I really want to go to bed Does that make me a lazy podcast host? Maybe, but you love me for it. Because remember, I'm the toxic ex that you can't get rid of, right? That you don't want to get rid of. You don't want to get rid of me, and that's why you keep listening. (laughs) Okay, guys, I, I love you. You know the rules here at Deadlifts and Daddy Issues. It is main character energy only. This life is your book, and not only are you the main character, but you're the narrator, and you get to live your life however you choose. So, be the main character, do whatever it is that makes you happy, and I truthfully hope that this week is absolutely fantastic for you. My kings, my queens, my everything in betweens, I love you with my whole heart and soul. Thank you for helping me make this wild dream of mine come true. I will see you all literally in 10 seconds because I know you're going to go play the second episode because you, you want to hear it. So, But I will also, next week, Kim's coming back. Guess who's back? Back again. Kim's coming back, and I'm so excited kind of still feeding into like everything that we've been talking about and I think that these episodes are important because it's bringing so much awareness to that everybody is going through it and nobody is alone in this situation and the feedback from it is incredible so I'm going to keep rolling with it we're going to keep going with it as long as you guys tell me you love it if you have other ideas for new episodes always drop me a dm I check them 
weekly most of the time um i'll keep an eye out let me know what you think and what you want to hear about i love you and i will see you talk to you whatever you're supposed to say when it comes to a podcast um literally here in just a minute but also next week with kim i love you goodbye